0: So turn with me, please, this morning to John, the 10th chapter, John chapter 10, and also Psalm 23, the 23rd Psalm, John ten ten. While I'm thinking about it, my wife Phyllis says hello, and uh, I talked to her this morning. She's actually speaking in our church this morning. We started a church. Amen. And it's going good. God's a blessing us. Amen. Things are going great. We've got a fine place over in Branson, Missouri. Now, I didn't know I was going to be in Branson. Not a clue. But, you know, need to stay stay ready. You know, we all need to be like Abraham. And in your heart, live in a tent. I don't care if you've got a big mansion in your heart, live in a tent. What does that mean? You can strike it and move tomorrow if the Lord says go. Amen. And don't be so attached to anything Amen. that you won't leave and obey God. You know people miss God over a house? People miss God because, well, I don't want to move. I like my grocery store, and I've got friends here, and, and I've got my hairstylist, and and I don't. <laughs> well, just miss the rest of what God has for you, then. One thing you know about God if He says turn something loose, He's got something better Amen. He wants to put in your hand. Amen. And wise people and faith people will obey Him. John 10, are you there? This is our text actually for our ministry More Life Ministries. More Life. And in John 10:10 10, 10, Jesus is speaking and he is talking about the difference between the thief and him. He said in verse 9, John 10:9, I am the door. By me if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Pasture is what you need to sustain yourself. Sheep need a pasture. Sheep need grass. Right? And he is the shepherd and he is the door. And if you follow him, he leads you into some rich, lush, green pastures. Amen. 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 How many can testify he's led you into some good places? And he's not through. He said, the thief cometh not. But for to steal and to kill and to destroy, I am come. Now, the thief comes. And he doesn't come except coming to do these things. But don't let that shake you. Don't let that scare you. Because Jesus said, I am come too. Amen. And if you'll let him come on in, then the enemy just has to get back. Well, Like we were talking, he, he has come to destroy. How many can testify about numerous times that the enemy tried to take your life? All kind of crazy things. Accidents, sickness, problems, crime, you name it. But you are here looking at me smiling today. Amen. The thief came. And he came to steal and he came to kill and he came to destroy. And, and because of our ignorance in times past, he was able to do some of that in our lives. But praise God, Jesus is come. Yes. Amen. 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 He's come. You know what Revelation said? I, behold, I stand at the door and knock. He's come. But that doesn't mean you have to let him in. A lot of people turn him away. And some people just let him in a little bit. They just crack the door just a little bit. Lord, I'll let you save me, okay? What's that? Holy Ghost, uh uh-uh. uh no, 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 that's all I want. Lord, I will let you i let you save me, but what's that? Healing and prosperity. Oh no, no, I don't believe in that. <laughs> so they just open the door. But he is come. And how what is he come? Just to save us from hell is that the fullness of it that if that's all it was it'd be wonderful and great but what did he say tell me what he said I am come huh oh do you like this as well as I do I am come that you may have life he's he not just talking about breathing and watching the clock tick Amen. He's not just talking about passage of time. He's talking about life as God has it. He's talking about the eternal, zoe, God quality of life. Eternal life is not just existing forever. If that's all it is, then the the devil and his crowd and folk in hell have it. Existing forever is not what it's about just living to be a hundred and five on the earth is not what I mean if you're you're hurting and suffering and miserable what good is that Mm -mm. that's not what he's talking about when he says I am come that you may exist a long time no I am come that you may have life 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 is what makes the birds sing. Amen. What makes the grass green. Amen. What makes the flowers pretty. Amen. Amen. Life. Life is what puts the sparkle in your eye. Amen. And the joy in your voice. I'm come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Now this is what, I, what I'm want to camp on in these services (laughs) this phrase right here and if you don't get happy with this something's wrong with you If you don't you better come back to the altar and pray through or something because this is wonderful i am come that you may have life did he come yeah. yeah. Do we have it? Yeah. yeah. But see how much you let him in, how much of this life you receive is up to you and I. I am come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Everybody say more. More abundantly. abundantly. Say it again. More. more. Abundantly. abundantly. One more time. More. more. Abundantly. Now, this is this word abundance here, and actually more abundance, it goes together, is from the Greek word perisos. And don't get hung up on pronunciations, scholars disagree. People that spend their whole life studying these things fight each other on how things are supposed to be pronounced. And most of these words we had to add our vowels to them to make them pronounceable so it's not even a pure form of the word so just don't fuss and it shows ignorance when you argue about this stuff it's because you read something in Strong's does not make you an expert it's like uh, it's like uh, Smith Wigglesworth one time was said to have written a letter to a colleague and, and this fellow was well educated and, and Brother Wigglesworth was not and uh, uh, the fellow wrote back, he said, Did you get my letter? Brother Wigglesworth said. And the fellow said, Yeah. He said, Did you know, Brother Wigglesworth, that you, you spelled Holy Spirit eight different ways in in your letter? And he said, you know, he was he was gruff, uh a spoken Englishman. He said, Well did you understand it? And he said, Yeah, he said, that's all. Let I me mean, you can know Greek and Hebrew and Aramaic and Chaldean and Latin and English and still not have a clue what God's saying. Amen. That's not what it's about. What's God saying? What's he saying? Well, thank God we got the Holy Ghost. You don't have to have 12 degrees. You got the Holy Ghost and he speaks whatever your language is. He knows what you understand. But this word more abundantly. Perissos, let me, let me read to you a couple of definitions here from, from these scholars that have spent a lifetime studying these things. Thayer's original word dictionary says that it means exceeding, measure, rank, or need. Life, that this life more abundant is life that exceeds need. It's life that exceeds number and measure. He said it is over and above and more than is necessary. It is super added. Now just think about the English. What does abundance mean? More than enough. An English counterpart for this would be superabundance. That, that would really be a good phrase in the English. Super, I came that you might have life and that you might have it in superabundance. Now abundance means more than is necessary, more than is needed, more than is enough. You got all you need and then you got some. Amen. But that's not what he said. <laughs> he said super abundance. That's more than, more than right. enough. Right. <laughs> Everybody said out loud, more than. More than, more than, more than, more than enough. enough. That's literally what this means. And and you know, people get hung up on these things. Somebody say, You gonna talk about prosperity? Yeah. yeah. But prosperity in every realm. Amen. 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 And some folk get hung up on it. But listen, can you read? Can you hear? Why did Jesus come? Amen. Is this significant? Is this simple? I challenge you to do something. People who, you know, think that this, you know, prosperity is, is not very important. I challenge you. Read the scriptures and mark every verse and every parable that talks about money. You will be shocked. You will be amazed how much Jesus talked about it. People say, well, it ain't important. Yeah, I know. You just spend most of your prime of your life trying to get some money. Most of your day working on the job. And don't tell me if you had billions in the bank, you'd go punch that clock anyway. (laughs) is it a deal it's a big deal Hmm? and if God's not first in your money he's not first in your life because you're talking about the the bulk of your time the bulk of your energies the bulk of your life is invested in these things but listen why did Jesus tell us this is out of the mouth of the master why did he say he came he said the devil is coming. He comes. And he doesn't come unless he's coming to try to steal something from you. To try to kill something in your life. Try to destroy something in your life. So if it's stealing, if it's killing, it's destroying, don't be confused. We know who's behind it. Amen. Right? Amen. A lot of Christians are, but dear me, can you, can you read? Who's behind it? <laughs> but Jesus said, I am come. That you might have life and you might have it more than, more than enough. Now listen, remember Dr. Strong? Dr. Strong says it like this. He said it is from the word that means beyond. And he said it means super abundant told you it did, superabundant, in quantity, superior in quality, and by implication, excessive. (laughs) (laughs) Excessive. Now this is not some wild-eyed charismatic talking here, this is Dr. Strong. That's what I come to talk to you about. Excess. We want to talk about excess. You ever heard people say, well, we don't want to get into excess. Really? Have you thought about that phrase? We don't want to get into error. But we do want to get into excess. Excess is the will of God. Excess is the plan of God. Amen. Amen. Everybody say excessive. excessive. There, are, there are three levels of living in this life. Three levels. Level, not enough. Hmm? You ever been there? Not enough. The check doesn't reach. You got paid on Friday and by Tuesday it's gone. (laughs) You don't have enough to make it to the end of the week. That's the land of not enough. Is that the will of God? It's not the will of God. How about number two, just enough. We're making it. Bills are paid. We're eating. Kids got clothes. We've got enough. Nothing extra really, but we've got enough. Do you know a lot of people call that being blessed? They say, you know, man, fool, my, my bills are paid. I'm blessed. Well, you are, but is that God's perfect will for you? No, no. Hmm? No. Just enough is not enough. What's enough with God? More than enough. More than enough. We're not just talking about a verse. No, we're talking about the character of your God, whom you say you know and you serve. What kind of God is He? Hmm? Look, look at the creation. You know, if God is the way some people said He is, there'd only be three kind of fish, and it'd be light gray, medium gray, and dark gray. Because they're concerned that you're going to dress too flashy or you're going to get a bright red car. A few years ago, I had a yellow convertible. All right. I don't mean, I'm, I mean road sign yellow. I mean <laughs> hurt your eyes yellow. <laughs> Look at me yellow. <laughs> a minister friend of mine well, an acquaintance. I won't say friend. We just, we barely knew each other. But we were coming across the parking lot. And he, he made a point to come over to me. And he sold saw, saw my car. And he said, Brother Keith. He said, now, now this is just not you. <laughs> Talking about this yellow car. I said, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> this is me, brother. Yeah. It's amazing what Christians don't drive and pastors don't wear and don't do because people will have a problem with it. I know the church almost had a split because they bought their their son an expensive pair of basketball shoes. It's a couple of hundred dollars. And somebody thought, that's too much to pay for shoes I bought I bought my boy a pair for twenty dollars and they're just good enough and if they're good enough for me then they're good enough for his boy you think he's better than us friend I want you to know that's the devil talking I don't care whose mouth it came out of is that God how many fish did God make How many colors did he make? Sizes and... Oh man. They're still discovering new fish. I mean, God could have made a red and a blue and a green flower. And said, that's good enough. But look at the diversity. Look at the richness. Look at the fullness. And abundance... There's more bananas fall off the trees in the jungle and rot than the monkeys will ever eat in 20 lifetimes. They fall off the tree and rot. Too many bananas. Didn't God know that? God, why don't you cut down on banana production? God, ain't that wasteful? That's not God's talking. That, the, the, pe- people try to color it with going, we got to be good stewards now. And just so tight and narrow and stingy and greedy and selfish and try to give you five scriptures why it's okay. It ain't okay. And it's not God. God, our Father, sits on the throne in heaven. And there ain't no shortages. And he doesn't scrimp. And he's not afraid he's going to be excessive. He makes his streets of gold. He makes his gates of pearl and big honking jewels on the walls. People get upset about a little gold band on somebody's head. Jesus wears one on his chest about this wide. The gold? Who made the diamonds and the rubies? Is that just for the devil and his crowd? We're supposed to be conservative. Are you representing God by being stingy and colorless and bland? Bland Christians. So, where'd you get that? The scripture. When Jesus said, if the salt has lost its saltiness, what good is it? It's, he said, it's fit for nothing but to be thrown out on the garbage heap. Friend, you and I are not to be bland, dull gray, colorless, lifeless, sparkleless, tasteless Christians. It's too. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's too much. Hallelujah. People come to church and everything's so prim and proper and they're just biding their time till they can get out of there. Let's all be proper and praise the Lord and don't get into excess. Oh, don't get into excess. Oh, don't go. Oh, you got too far. Oh, don't. That's not God That's not the Holy Ghost That's not Jesus We're to be the light Of the world We're to be salty We're to be fiery Amen People ought to know it When you come in Not trying to show off Not trying to do stuff Not trying to impress You just are impressed Amen some way or another, people thought that if we stayed beat down enough, and broke enough, and, 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 and disheveled, and ugly enough, <laughs> unkempt enough, that some way or another, that, that, that great humility glorified God. You know, there's a lot of people who are not Christians today because they have relatives that are. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, and they say, hey, you know, if, if being a Christian is being like Uncle Bob, then forget it <laughs> Uncle Bob broke miserable depressed in Jesus name <laughs> yeah and they come and say you know would you receive the Lord would you accept the Lord and they just got through telling you how he sent a tornado and took so and so's mobile home and how he killed that dog and made their transmission quit and- to teach them something, and then they say, "Don't you want to join the crowd? The the, the uh, crowd? Don't you want to join the church?" They already got a master that steals, kills, and destroys. No, friend, we are to reflect His glory. Amen. In the husband-wife relationship, the Scripture says, "The wife." Uh, the, is the glory the woman's the glory of the man Amen. any man that's got any sense he do not want his wife beat down Amen. he do not want his wife suppressed and, and you know no money to dress up and, and look good better she looks better you look Amen. you want folks going saying whose woman is that who it who right I know an uncle of mine years ago, he, you know, his wife was real good looking. And, and uh, people always go down the street and people whistle at her and carry on. One guy was saying, uh, man, he said, that bothered me. And the other guy said, well, I wouldn't want one so ugly nobody look at her. He said, I'm happy. Her glory is, is my glory. Better she looks. Well, we are the bride of Christ. Amen. Did you hear me? Now? We're the bride of Christ. Amen. Better we look, better he looks. Our current condition is a direct reflection on him and is saying something to the world around us about his ability and his desire and will to keep us. In this same chapter, Jesus talks about, I am the good shepherd. Is that right? I'm the good shepherd. Well, what if you grew up in in a part of the country where they still shepherd sheep like they used to? And they do. And uh, you, you grew up in this little village and you always heard about this good shepherd. I mean, legendary. One day you hear, he's coming through your town and he's bringing his flock. And you hear him that he's coming down the road. You ran out to see, and you look down the road and there he comes. And as he gets closer, man, he's got beautiful robe and ornamented staff and I mean beautiful features and 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 you're thinking yeah yeah this got to be him this is one we've heard about the good shepherd the great shepherd and as he gets to you man you just you're in awe and then as he passes by you you look back and you see his sheep and they're a pitiful looking bunch man I mean they're poor Looked like they hadn't been fed decently in months. Little ribs poking out. So weak, they're dragging along. And you get about halfway back and and the ones, obviously the wolf been a hold of them, chewed them up. Got open wounds that hadn't been healed. I said they hadn't been healed. Needs hadn't been met. Body hadn't been healed, hadn't been fed. little ones back in the back with a broke leg, dragging it along. Hadn't been set. What would you say? Tell me what you'd say. You say, I don't care what they say. I don't care what he looks like. He's not a good shepherd. Look at his flock. The condition of the flock. Is a direct reflection Amen. on the shepherd. Amen. It's true with the, with the father and mother and their family and the kids. I mean, you, you can write all the books you want to about how good a mama daddy you are. Amen. What's the test? The kids. Look at the kids. Right? Amen. I don't care how great a wife you think you are. Ask your husband. Amen. <laughs> Hmm? It ain't how great you think you are. I don't care how great of a husband you think you are. Ask your wife. How great a parent you think you are. Look at the kids. Hmm? No, it's not the more beat down that we are. There's some way or another we give God glory. It's the more blessed. Amen. The more empowered. The stronger. The more glory that's on us. Amen. It's when other people's kids get sick and ours stay healthy. Other people's business go under. We open two branches. Did you hear me? Other things happen negatively, but we're protected, we're sustained, we're increased. And after a while, it just happens too much to be a coincidence. And people want to know, what's the deal with you? How is it that, that your kid's always healthy? How is it that you keep doing better and better, even in this economy, or even in this situation? And you say, I got a good shepherd. I got a good shepherd. He takes good care of me, and we're still taking applications for the flock. People want a shepherd like that. Don't be afraid you're going to outshine Jesus. Ain't even a chance of that happening. (laughs) Don't <laughs> okay, care how much money you had, don't okay, care how much revelation you had, don't okay, care how much glory's on you, you ain't gonna outshine Jesus. Don't worry about stealing his thunder. It's when you are blessed, when you are powerful and you're strong in every area of life, and, and people will look at you and they'll go, Woo, wow. Man, you something. And you say, you think I'm something? You ought to see my master. You ought to see him. (laughs) This is the will of God. This is the witness he wants in the earth. Amen. And we have a lot more we can receive and walk in. Can you say amen? Amen. Dear me, y'all listen so good and I talk so much. And the time just flies by. Hope y'all can come back tonight. Amen. I'm just at the introduction. I had not got to the introduction yet. <laughs> I'm still on the text. Praise God. Turn, turn with me to Psalm 23. If you're holding your place there. That was my, my other text, Scripture. And I'm going to introduce this to you a little bit more, and then I'm going to to let you go. Have you got got five minutes? Or ten? Now, if you you don't want this to get in you this week, you better not come back. (laughs) Because this is is going to get in you. I said this is going to get in you. I know it's already in you to a degree, but it's going to get in you more, much more. In Psalm 23, verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, and I'm saved from hell. Thank God. He could have said that. Huh? But what did he choose to say in connection with this? What? I shall not want. No want. You know what the scripture says? There is no want to them that fear him. Is that your life? Well, listen. We're going to get into some things that's beyond your experience. And mine. But I refuse to water down the word to match my experience. That's what people are doing right and left. Because they don't speak in tongues. Well, they water down the word. Well, that means this, and it don't mean that, and this has passed away. Because they don't have all their bills paid, because they're not out of debt. Well, well, that doesn't really mean this, and it doesn't really mean financial, and and they water it down. Don't do that. I said, don't do that. All your life, you'll see things in the word that you don't see in your life. Yet. Yet but don't water it down to match your lack of experience say Lord I believe it I, don't, I hadn't seen it but I believe it and I'm asking you lift me up to match this let my life experience come up to match your word if I don't speak in tongues I see it there it is in the Bible bring me up to it if I hadn't walked in authority and power like I see in here bring me up to it if I haven't had more than enough I still believe it. I believe it. Bring me up to it. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Glory. we're going to have fun in here before it's over with. Mm -mm -mm. Faith comes by hearing. You got to hear more and more for your vision to increase. Are we expecting the excessive? Amen. Fear expects to run out. Faith expects to excel and exceed. Keep reading. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Let that be your confession. I don't care if you've got bills piled up on your kitchen table. You, oh, this is faith to look at them and say, I do not want. I don't want. I don't want for any good thing. I don't want for health. I don't want for strength. I do not want for money. I do not want for abundant resources. Amen. That's how faith talks. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. The margin says tender pastures. Pastures of tender grass Now when you a sheep It don't get no better than that (laughs) Not just talking about grass We're talking about lush grass We're talking about tender grass Gourmet grass (laughs) Yeah Yeah And listen that ain't all When you are a sheep And you're in a field of gourmet grass And you're laying down So, there's only one reason you're laying down, <laughs> cause your belly is so full you can't take no more right now. You watch it, cows, sheep. I mean, when they're hungry, they're not laying down. They're moving around and grazing and looking. When you see them laying down, though, they go mmm, tender grass waving over your head. And what can the sheep contribute all that to? I got a good shepherd. He led me out here into this into this tender grass place. Mm-mm-mm. That ain't all. He leads me beside still quiet waters. Cool and clean and pure and fresh and it run deep. Hallelujah. Laying down, protected by the shepherd's rod and staff, belly full of gourmet grass, (laughs) full of pure, clear, quiet waters. Don't get no better than that. If you're a sheep. He said, he restores my soul. That would restore your soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Oh, glory to God. Yeah, the thief comes. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come, Jesus said. And he's with me. So I'm not afraid. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You don't have to wait till you get to heaven to enjoy the blessings of the table of the Lord. You don't have to wait till all the problems are gone, in the midst of the trial, until in the midst of the enemy harassing you, there's a table Amen. full of provision. Amen, Amen. Amen. What is it going to say? He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies and what? He anoints Oh glory to God. I mean that's that's the presence of God. That's, that's the power of God. He anoints my head with oil, and my cup is about half full. Huh? My cup. Is full up to the brim. Now I got a serious question to ask you now. Huh? Doesn't God know when the cup is full? Does he know when to quit pouring? See, we think when the cup is full, that's enough. God is excessive. It's his nature. Remember, too many bananas. They're rotting on the jungle floor right now. Monkeys will never eat them. Too many coconuts. Too many stars. You can't count them. Hmm? You know... Just, just really regularly, regularly, people try to tell us we're running out of everything and try to put fear. You know, some of the poorest nations on the earth are some of the richest in resources. They're poor, but they're not. See, it's, it's ignorance, which comes from being in the dark and not serving God and serving idols and every other kind of thing. And when stock markets crash and when these kind of things happen, so much of it was the same way as it was the day before. Just people panic. They get into fear and do crazy things. We're not running out. We've flown around the country, we've flown to different parts of the world. It's amazing. Yeah, everybody tries to live right up on top of each other, but you just get away from the city just a little bit. I mean, there are places out west, there are places up in Canada that you can fly in an airplane. I mean, for an hour at 400 miles an hour and see nothing. There's so much room up there. It's just, we are not running out. Don't you know God knew what it's going to take to sustain the population of the world and he didn't put us on a globe that wouldn't sustain us. We hadn't even begun to tap into the resources that are here. Does God know when the cup gets full? Then why? Pray tell. (laughs) Does he keep pouring? (laughs) Because that's who he is. That's what he is Because he likes it. I said because he likes it My cup come on say it out loud My cup runneth Over I'll say it again. My cup runneth over say it again. My cup runneth over Can you see God pouring? And you're going, okay, God, it's going to spill. It's going to spill. He says, I know, I know, I know. And he just pours it and runs it over on the table and runs it over on the floor. He said, God, God, it's running everywhere. He said, I know, I know, I know. And he just keeps pouring and it's running out the door outside. And you go, God, it's running everywhere. He said, I know, I know. That's the way I like it. Excessive. Too much and that's God and that's what he wants for you and I glory to God stand up on your feet let's give God some praise let's lift our hands let's thank him because of his goodness Lord we believe that you are an excessive more than more than enough super abundant too much God we believe it that's the way you are That's you that's who you are that's what you are. That's your will. Say it out loud. Lord, Lord lift, me up lift me up so that my life, so that my life matches your word. Matches your word. Lift, me up lift me up so that my experience, so that my experience matches, your word, matches your word that I experience. Too much, much. more than enough, enough. superabundance, excessive blessings to your glory. Glory. And let everybody that sees it it. know you did it it. and get glory to yourself in me. me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. This ministry has been brought to you today